Welcome back to Forward Thinking. I'm here, as always, with Charlie. Hello. And today we're going to talk through what we call um, a doctor's office analogy and how you guys in marketing ops or even revenue ops can use this, but we'll focus on kind of the concepts that marketing ops will focus on, but can use for developing your roadmap, um, which you know, we've talked about many times can be key to um, keeping you marketing out people staying and also keeping what projects you work on aligned to the marketing goals as well as the whole overall business goals. So, or what Nick from Syncry calls the road mops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, road mops, hashtag road mops. Um, cool. So, I mean, Char, we actually kind of, well, Charlie, you kind of thought about this analogy yourself. And I think when you talked about it with me, um, I thought, you know, from a consulting standpoint, it totally makes sense. But I think from anywhere in MOPS, you can really take this framework um, and, you know, use it to your benefit. So do you want to talk through a little bit of what goes into um, yeah. that and how, yeah, what's the analogy? So, I mean, what happens when you go to the doctor? You... Well, usually I wait there uncomfortably oh, yeah. um, for late. like a half hour and, and, and look at magazines and kind of wish I I wasn't waiting so long, but well, what happens if you're <laughs> an efficient doctor? Then? Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, actually, COVID's made things more efficient in and out, but um, yeah, you one benefit you have someone that comes in like uh, one medical. Even? No, I said one benefit. Oh, one benefit. <laughs> oh, well, one medical. There you go. But um... they're still late. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But um, yeah, so you but go in. You, a nurse comes in and takes your vitals usually. Well, so the the first time, well, if you're going up for your yearly check-in, right? So maybe, yeah. or if you're going in and you have a headache or you've got something wrong with you, the doctor's going to run a health check. Yeah. They're going to take your vitals, look at your blood pressure. Ask you. They, 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 they do your height as well, which I always find weird sometimes. No one, pick. and they do weight, which is actually the worst thing. We need to eliminate taking people's weight for no reason, especially if you're just there for a random visit. But anywho. Okay. Um, <laughs> and height as well. Like, I don't know why they do that one as well, but it seems a bit... Calculating your BMI, probably. Yeah, but my height probably hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 33. You um, can shrink as you get older. Okay, anyway, so they're going to check, they're going to do the health check, right? Um, that's going to be the first step and they're going to, you might do some blood work, and there might be some things that because you came in with X and they're going to end up doing Y um, to try and dig into that and figure out what's wrong. So when you when you apply this to the marketing ops situation, when you're trying to develop your roadmap, um, you need to do a health check. Mm -hmm. And that's the first step. And I think we'll go through the steps high level and then we'll dive into them. Yeah. And so, I think one thing that is interesting, too, is like the difference between a good doctor and a bad doctor is if you do have something wrong with you or you're showing the symptoms, a, a, well, I don't want to say a bad doctor, but a not great doctor will just try and zero in on that one symptom and fix it. And I think that can happen in marketing ops too, instead of really doing a holistic check on what else is going on that could attribute to that. So mm -hmm. think about that also as we're talking through this, because I think that can differentiate a great That's a great, that's a great point. Well. Yeah, you might find one, one, symptom issue in your data 
and you might just yeah create a smart campaign to fix that but actually it's the issues from you know integration that you have or something like that that you need to fix the source mm-hmm. um so then so first step health check second step once they've done that health check and they figured out what's wrong then you need to write up the diagnosis you need to diagnose figure out like what is write up document it mm-hmm. and then you write a prescription right like if you have you know, high blood pressure or something, they might give you a medication or a prescription for exercising more, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the, the write-up and the documentation of what needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. This is the step in marketing ops where you prioritize and write up what is actually going to be on your roadmap. And then the next phase is actually application. So that's like, you know, doing your workouts, like taking whatever medication you need to do to address those issues and then rinse, repeat. So the high level is just health check, diagnosis and prescription, application with that doctor's doctor's, doctor's mm-hmm. office analogy um so if we dive into each of these areas in a little bit more detail so the health check the 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 key to running a good health check in marketing operations is the type of questions you're trying to answer mm. so this isn't and i don't and i like the idea of a marketo audit or a you know, map audit but that's not all of it Mm-hmm. so it's kind of like what you said yeah you might go around and look in marketo and think okay well the structure isn't very good and we need to have a new naming convention and, you know there's a few you know, we're not using the tool to its full capabilities we need to maybe you know fix this thing and lead scoring but actually i think the first step of a health check is actually going around your organization and asking them questions yeah so it's like going to the sales team and saying you know how, what are the quality of the leads like mm-hmm. you know where are where have you seen missing data you know maybe looking at the recycle and disqualification reasons to try and figure out you know what's happening there go to your customer success team do you have enough information on your accounts like are you able to see when your accounts are you know engaging or doing some meaningful engagement that you need to you know, follow up on um and so on and so on yeah, yeah you could apply that to any team really in an organization because in marketing operations you are the you know you have these internal clients that you have to keep happy and support and you're facilitating kind of the people process technology and data to make that all happen mm-hmm. so you want to be able to see kind of what the end result is and ask those questions of people yeah. and that's going to give you that first layer of what you then might need to dig into Totally. And I think that then forces you into that holistic view because you're not just looking at maybe the one symptom that you know about or that you can see up front within your automation platform. Technology is just one piece of it. I think we're saying that a lot. Like market ops is more than just like the tool that you're using. It's everything that feeds into that. It's the organization Mm -hmm. that you're, you're really supporting. And so getting that external feedback something you should be doing all the time, but really can be a great source to identify, um, you know, what are those those pain points? And you can start to see that they all could be related or some of those symptoms can all, you know, be, you know, have a correlation between them. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's just a very, it's a much more holistic way of looking at it in a way. For sure. Um, so then once you've done that first, part yeah right you know you know we've we're actually in our um opstars uh workshop we're going to provide a list of questions to ask all the teams that's going to be one of the the deliverables that we give everyone so if you haven't signed up for that sign up little plug but then so to to finish off the the roadmap um so this first step of health check 
there's, you know, we've identified as CS2 um, nine different areas that we think you need to focus on, right? So you, you've done the interviews, you've got a lot of kind of qualitative information from people. Now you want to go into and like dig into your systems and everything and processes and figure out what's going on. So yeah. I will go through each one of these, maybe talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. So the first one is your processing pipeline. So think of this as one of the biggest things is what we do in marketing operations essentially is we we have tools and we have a data flow process to be able to input data into our systems, do stuff to it and get it to sales, right? right. Or get it to the right person, right? Whether it's BDR sales, customer sales, whoever. Mm-hmm. And that sounds simple, <laughs> but today, you know, we've we've been, you know, drawing up these maps for our clients recently and you realize, well, there's a lot going on here. You know, we might have, you know, 15 different tools plugged into our marketing mm-hmm. automation platform. We probably have, you know, 10 major groups of operational processes happening in our marketing automation platform. Things like standardization, data transformation, mm-hmm. um, you know, logging the lead source, you know, making sure um, that we have the right in, uh, data enriched at the right time for routing and things like that. And then, you know, that goes into marketing automation, it goes into to Salesforce, and then you have tools in there, like maybe lean data for your routing. Mm-hmm. And so that you tying this whole thing together is super important. And these days customers expect if they fill out a form like a contact us or a demo request, they want instant response, right? Yeah. And there's tools that can help you with that that you could like layer on to bypass all of your all of your systems like kind of chili piper or something like that. But if they're going to go through your regular system, you can't wait, you know, even 20, 30 minutes, few hours for that to get to your salesperson because that person's already going to left your site. Yeah. And that salesperson will be able to follow up with them in minutes. So that's one key area of your processing pipeline to the speed to lead, I think people call it, or like getting the, the, the speed for the sales rep. Then also just finding inefficiencies and issues, right? With your sync, the, the, the marketing automation platform, Salesforce sync, are you losing leads places? Are they not even getting into Salesforce? And there's a lot of things you can dig into there, but... The processing pipeline and making sure everything's tied together and the data is flowing through properly, that's a good place to start. Yeah, and I think if you're an organization that's early on in kind of sophisticating your marketing ops, this whole area could be your whole roadmap for that quarter. Right. Like just getting that nailed down, I think. It's if, a big undertaking. Is Yeah, it's a big undertaking, but it's also the most important when you think about a marketing ops job besides like supporting campaign execution, if you're doing that, this is the second piece. Like just how do you get all of that good data, the leads, everything, how do you get that over to sales? Um, mm-hmm. And you're responsible for that normally. So, all right, so second. And then some of this other stuff is is related and, yeah. and kind of part of it. But yeah, do you wanna go on the second one? Yeah. Um, so the second one is life cycle and scoring. And this might actually end up you know, feeding into your processing pipeline. You'll notice that a lot of these could be kind of interchangeable, which is why we wanted, or not interchangeable, but related, which is why we want to talk about them. But from a lifecycle scoring standpoint, you know, how you're measuring your leads along your um, customer journey, what stage they're in, the you know, how you're measuring those, um, what statuses the sales team are using in the process. That's a whole big undertaking as well. But also, if you have something existing, it's just making sure that that is nailed down. Everyone's adopting it. Adoption is a big piece here when it comes to like status management or how you're tracking leads through the funnel. 
And then the scoring piece, just looking at maybe where you can optimize it. And also just um, nowadays, just get it up to par with like best practices today. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next one is campaign operations. So this is all around how do we, ex how do we work with the film marketing team, the demand gen team, customer success team on getting their requests for programs out the door. So that could be the ticketing process they use, whether you use Jira, Asana, whatever tool, Monday. How do, what, how do we collect the information? What is the, the right information that we need to collect at the right time? What is the SLAs between the teams? What are um, you know, our segmentations and program templates? So we know, okay, when this ticket comes in, they've chosen this audience, it's this program type that we can just clone a program and boom, we've got it done. Making that super efficient is really important because for anyone marketing operations who's been, been doing this for five minutes will know, so much of your job is bogged down by campaign execution and it's regular stuff and it's, it, it's somewhat strategic and it's super important to the business, but if you can just nail that down and remove all inefficiencies, you'll save yourself a lot of time and you're able to focus on the bigger strategic stuff. Okay, so the third one, operationalizing ABM. So, you know, pretty much everyone's kind of on their ABM journey by now or, or most most companies. So I think that the, the key thing here, I think working cross-functionally and why it's important to then um, interview those other teams is you can probably find some major inefficiencies with just how your ABM programs are run. Like SDRs might be working in spreadsheets, you know, the field marketers or demand gen team might be, you know, trying to struggle, like how to bridge, you know, how to tie all of those campaigns together to really look at their ABMs, like holistically as like a play. They're really, really focusing on multi-channel here. And then also, how are they then tracking engagement across those accounts? Mm -hmm. Those are just a few examples, but these are all things that I think could be easily operationalized. So all of that is efficient. And like, this can make you like a rock star for your team. Like they, this is a key thing that I think where you can spend your time now to really be impactful, especially during, um, you know, a pandemic or, you know, you know, in kind of a recession-ish time where we're really focusing on making sure our dollars are are going into campaigns that are trying to get us into accounts that really matter so mm -hmm. you know definitely big big area for sure so the next one is analytics and reporting so this is a huge topic and this is where the questions that you might be asking your cmo will provide a lot of information on where to go mm -hmm. so the questions you'll ask your cmo are like do you have the right reports to help you make decisions you know mm -hmm. what are how are we evaluating marketing impacts? Like where are the gaps, things like that. Um, so not only are you gonna be looking at the data behind those reports and making mm -hmm. sure that actually you're right, because it's amazing how often you'll find you know, a report is looks great, but the data is wrong. Mm -hmm. And you're, there's nothing worse than a great looking report that is completely wrong, because yeah. you're gonna make the wrong decisions if you have bad data. Mm -hmm. So. But then also looking for areas to mature. Um, every company is along is somewhere along their analytical um, maturity, yeah. right? Are there some that are just implementing, you know, their their funnel and they're just trying to get just a little bit of insight on you know, how leads are maybe moving through the funnel, and then some insight around um, you know how the campaign performance. Others are you know, full blown, you know, BI, multi-touch attribution, customer journey mapping, and the kind of you know, full on analytics. So depending on where you are, trying to think around how can I mature this? Or how can I make this better? How can I make this more accurate? Mm -hmm. um, 
And how can I go around the teams and make sure they all have the data they need, right? So we are big proponents of every um, individual that you're going to be providing data needs a different view, right? You don't just have like one marketing dashboard. You have your CMO dashboard, you have your field marketing dashboard, you have your demand gen dashboard, you have your customer success dashboard. And even in them, you'll have different dashboards. Like for demand gen, you might have like a paid ad dashboard, a content dashboard. You know, you don't want to have you know, information overload, but a way you need to be targeting the data to the right individual and making sure that it's very you know, specialized for them to help them make decisions. So again, going around the team, finding out what they need, finding out what their gaps are, and making sure you have the data infrastructure in place to be able to build those reports and making sure the reports are actually accurate. Yeah, and I think if you're limited on time, focus on that one for the CMO. We have a great podcast with Leah Allen from Model N um, that goes into kind of the metrics that a head of marketing yep. cares about and is useful for the board. So definitely suggest going back and listening to that one. For sure. So team team dynamic. Um, now, this is somewhat related to your campaign ops framework, but this is in my it is a bit more internal. So you need to look at where your marketing operations team is in terms of the, the, the members that you have on your team, the skill sets that you have. So run a skill set audit. And I know it's difficult because there's so many marketing operations skills that everyone needs to know these days. Mm -hmm. um, but every you know, we just said this the other day, like every marketing operations person is a snowflake. We're very unique, mm -hmm. right? Everyone's got different tools that they've used, different levels of expertise within those tools and across all of the other things like data, analytics, campaign performance, like all of that stuff, everyone's got a different level of um, skill set. So you need to see where you are, where your team is. And then if you want, any kind of guidance, I always recommend looking at Scott Brinker's 5Ms, where he breaks down the five different roles of marketing operations. So go check that out. But look at that, look at your skill set and see where you have gaps. Like, do you need an engineer? Do you need a data analyst on your team? Do you just need more campaign support? Run that audit, figure it out, build the business case to get that headcount. Sound, I know it's very easy to say, get the business, <laughs> build the business case to get more headcount. It's very hard to do but you need to do that audit first. Yeah. All right. Um, so the next one, data governance. I think this is, uh, you know, one that just gets shied away from because we don't realize the importance of it until we actually embark on some of these things like, you know, reporting and you realize, oh shit, like our data sucks. <laughs> so um, I think, you know, uh, one best practice that we do is like, you know, some, some of the things is like doing a key field analysis. Like if you use Salesforce, download field trips, see like what fields are existing that are populated across the board or maybe, you know, haven't even been used, you know, deprecate those, like make sure they don't like, you know, they aren't taking up any space and you know which ones are actually being used. Um, and then as far as like how that data goes back and forth, make sure there's kind of, um, you know, there's no breaks in like how that data is being populated or maybe even causing issues. Um, and then, you know, some other things like data cleanliness, there's a lot of automations you can put in to make sure that that data is clean or gets cleaned, um, identifying junk data and getting, you know, disqualifying those, those records, um, duplicate management, making sure you have best practices for making sure one gets doesn't get created, but then if a dupe does get created, how is it managed? 
Um, and then, you know, tracking your data from a sales process standpoint. So from statuses or sources, making sure, sure there's no gaps there because that's going to be all key to your reporting. And then the only one I'll add there is, um, you know, data exit, deletion and archiving, right? Yeah. Make sure you have a good process around that. Nothing worse than a database just growing and growing and growing and you don't have a way to, you know, get rid of the data that's not important anymore. I know it's hard to do that. People struggle with that, but you have to do it. Yeah. And I think a big thing here is to then once you do that, like make it very clear on how the data should be leveraged by the team. You know, do you have global segmentations for how you do list building? Do you, you have like a certain set of fields, like we only go off headquarters for routing and for a business standpoint, that data, because there's so many different like addresses that you can, can use, but from a, you know, a team perspective, like what are the rules of engagement for that data? Yep. And then finally, we just got two more um, before we wrap it up um, to really go through every, all the stuff that we would think about for a health check and a bit of information overload. Um, but we'll probably write this up at some point. So the opt-in and compliance management. So this is a big one. <laughs> a lot of companies probably need to prioritize more. You know, GDPR came and went. Um, some companies took it seriously, some didn't. And I think compliance and regulations are not gonna go backwards. They're only gonna get more strict. So getting ahead of it, making sure that you're not gonna have any liability issues in the future. And in my opinion, like these things just make people do better marketing, right? Yeah. Like the you're, you're buying cold lists and, and spamming the hell out of people. I mean, not only is that illegal in some countries, but it's also just not very good to do either. No. <laughs> so it's like, okay, these policies are a good way to force some people out of that old way of thinking. So I think it's a good change agent to make sure that you've got people, you know, doing the right things and you have policies in place and working with your legal team and you got the right processes in place to track everything properly. Mm -hmm. um, and totally. then the final one is just a market, like a Marketo, HubSpot, Pardot, whatever, you know, marketing automation platform audit. This is the stuff I kind of talked about at the beginning where you're looking at the simple stuff, right? Do, is the structure right? Do we have the right program channels? You know, all of that just general Marketo, um, marketing automation platform audit stuff that isn't fit into everything else. And are you taking, are you making them, um, are you using the platform to its full capabilities? Uh, yeah, that's a big one. Cause I think that there are some things, even today I'm, um, you know, noticing like, oh, this could be best leverage, like recipient time zone or head start on emails or, you know, dynamic content where like a lot of people just aren't leveraging it. And I think doing that analysis to, and then build a plan for how you can is, is key. Yeah. So that's the health check. And we went through the, the other steps after that. Um, but like we said, think of it as a doctor analysis, a doctor you know, visit that you're going to do the health check. They're going to figure out, you're going to figure out what's wrong. And the health check would include everything we just talked about. Come up with the list of everything that needs to be addressed. Prioritize that, write the prescription, which is, okay, I, you need to do this first. We're going to do this. And that is your roadmap. And then work that and then mm -hmm. yeah we've got other videos and conversations that we've had around you know, how best to actually work like we won't go into that today but we believe agile methodology is a good one and working in sprints but you know obviously you got to do the work so once you've done the work i would then bake this this health check into your yearly planning 
you know some people like or to do quarterly. it quarterly some people like to, oh yeah if you want to split out the health check into different yeah totally groups uh, every quarter if you want to do a big one at the beginning of the year or kind of end of year maybe depending on when there's like a, you have the time to do it but just think it through in this logical step and make sure you're doing it because there's so much going on in in your whole marketing operations function that if you just don't take the time to go back and have that health check everything gets wildly out of control and then you're just fighting fires and you can't really get anything done mm -hmm. totally cool. all right so that was it that was a lot and you know for everyone take you know make your best decision start with the things that really matter first if you're a small team and you you know you want to prioritize so hopefully that was helpful for you guys and we'll see you on the next episode of forward thinking this is charlie so if you liked what you heard hit like on the platform where you watch this also leave a review honestly we would really really appreciate it you can also subscribe where you listen to your podcasts on apple Podcasts, spotify or even youtube and make sure you subscribe to our newsletter which is packed full of exclusive content, updates for events or courses that we might be doing, all designed to elevate your marketing operations and B2B strategy. See you next time on Forward and Forward is Up.